Welcome to the Unknown Independent Podcast. This is Stevie, um, or Esteban. I'm still trying to figure out what sounds more natural. It's going to take a few episodes, but, you know, it is what it is. And um, I'll let you reintroduce yourself. Uh, yes, Mike Taza. You can follow me at Twitter, Taza Blue. You'll probably hate my takes. That's what I'm here for, to be hated. Yeah, provide my social media once I kind of clean things up a little bit. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and once I try to fig- when I figure out what I'm going to do and, like, what I'm going for, then I will let you all know whoever listens to this. So, um, it's, uh, it, it, he's actually a racist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a secret KKK member. Oh no, we'll, we'll <laughs> never, rivers. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> we're, we're both Mexican and we don't hate anyone except we hate everyone. That's true. Um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the last time we had spoken, we had spoken about. Uh, the coronavirus, it seemed like the world will never go back to normal. This would be something that would be here for a long time. It seemed like no one would stop talking about this. This would be our, our, basically our life until probably the end of the year. And basically. that changed quickly. But I guess we'll yeah. stick with the corona. I'll let you lead it off. Yeah. Yeah, coronavirus. Um, we're in the beginning of June. This is June 1st. Um, May itself was really weird um it was the longest and shortest may i've ever experienced in all my 25 years um it was just really weird to have gone through that whole month thinking that things weren't gonna get any better and that the pandemic was like the worst thing that could happen and then we're now in the first of june and there's so many other things that are happening that i forgot we are in a pandemic right now um but i don't know like in our area the cases seem to be um plateauing or not necessarily decreasing but they're not increasing so i kind of feel like we've got the hang of the social distancing and i know everything's opening up again um i don't know do you think it's too soon to open up or do you think they're doing it at a at a healthy rate or do you think it's just time to completely open everything and whoever gets sick gets sick I was my opinion before this past week was they should slowly like kind of the phasing it the way they have been. I kind of like the process of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It kind of made sense. You know, certain things shouldn't have been, you know, shouldn't be open until like movie theaters, gyms, salons, even though salons just opened up, I think this coming week, this week, I believe salons are able to open. Uh, Gyms are also starting to open. But I, I think the process of not just free, free flowing everything open is is smart. You kind of still have a little control uh, over the process of how long things will kind of adapt. Um, but after this weekend or this week, with basically all the rules are thrown out because of the protesting, which is another thing we'll talk about. I, I think it's time just to screw it. I think we're so far in, might as well just run with it. And, and open it all up. I just think it was interesting how a lot of the hospitals who were getting ready to be overrun didn't get to that point. And then so there was a lot of aid given to them. And like, of course, hospitals still needed all that PPP and there's still a shortage. But when it comes to space, um, they weren't as overrun as they thought they would be. So if there are increasing number of cases because of all these protests that are going on or if there's a second wave or something, I kind of feel like the little the few months that we've had of coronavirus and cases going on um i feel like doctors and nurses are 
slowly getting to the point where they're getting a a hang of a grip like a grip of like how um what they can expect like how many cases they can expect and how to treat it and to kind of do what they got to do it's not easy um i'm not a, a frontline worker so i don't know what it's like to work in a hospital or anything but um i can it seems like they're in a better position than they were when it first started obviously I mean, yeah, there's so much more new information that comes out weekly, daily and how to, you know, what, what affects, I think I just read an article yesterday that they're saying that the coronavirus is actually attacking blood cells. And that's why you had problems from your feet up to your head, um, having blood circulation and, and issues. Uh, there's a lot of blood clots and strokes happening because of, uh, for patients who have coronavirus. So that's a new thing that, you know, if it's something to do now with, this is deeper than you know, than what we had thought. It just makes me every time I, I read something, it just makes me really think like this sucker. I don't know. This there's something weird about this 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 strand of of uh, of uh, uh, what's it called again? Uh, Coronavirus or yeah, the There you go. The, I don't yeah. know why I blinked out. I'm, I was thinking <laughs> about the SARS, which is a different type of uh, coronavirus. Um, That's right. But if yeah, if you look back, the there's new information. There's so much variance into this one strand that it just makes me wonder uh, who, if, if let's just say, I'm not trying to be a uh, trying to what like conspiracy conspiracy, but it, there definitely okay. seems to be something there that it just seems to like, this was built out. So complicated, way more complicated than anything that I've seen you know, with, with the other strands, or at least I did some research on, you know, SARS and, um, and the other types of coronaviruses, and it doesn't seem similar at all. It's very weird, especially since if it's attacking blood cells, that's so, that's so strange. Yeah, the, from what I, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist myself, even though I think they're like, really cool and interesting. Yeah, they're fine. (laughs) Right. And like, what I do know, though, is that with every conspiracy theory, there's a grain of truth to every single one. Mm-hmm. And they don't just start because people want to be annoying. Um, they start because people don't have the information that they need. Yeah. Um, and I think we always forget that we're like human beings who want to learn and want to know stuff. And when information is kept from us, we default to this like conspiracy theory status where where it's basically like it's not a fault of ours necessarily that's just what happens that's human behavior when we're not given the information we're supposed to have so i don't i don't even fault the, everyone who's coming up with all these conspiracy theories because they wouldn't come up with this if we had the information we were supposed to and yeah, um I, there's sure. more communication you know i think it really you know going back to where it, it came from we just don't have the information we, we should yeah and it came out of china um not to say that like it's a chinese virus because that's just scientifically that doesn't make any that's not how how viruses are classified and it just doesn't it distracts from the the real issue um but the fact that it that i mean the spanish was in wuhan the spanish Spanish flu was actually came from I, i think it was like indiana when it was pushed through the troops that went through uh europe and I'm guessing in Spain, they probably like, they were probably testing a lot, right? So then that's when they, it showed up a lot. I think it so. was the first place where it kind of got figured out was in Spain. Ah, okay. So then so it became they, the Spanish flu. 
But when they traced it, <clears throat> it, it came back from a uh, part of the United States, or at least a person that, I mean, that person could have got it from somewhere. I don't know. But Makes it's kind of, I, I, I would assume tracing it back then in the 19, was it 1918 or 1920s? Yeah. It's, very, it's not the same as tracing it now, where you can actually pinpoint <laughs> a patient zero. So, yeah, that's true. I still, you know, we're in June 1st. And no one's talking about coronavirus anymore. That's the yeah, that's the that's big crazy. thing. I mean, well, you know why? Because the internet needs a new meme. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's, that's the only reason. Yeah. But like the media, the media is so concentrated on something else now. I mean, we don't know the effects of these protests are going to have. I guess we'll find out in a week or a month. See the data and how how that's this true. you know kind of if it kind of reloaded it where it's gonna have a massive effect come you know continue to push it into the fall which is probably gonna happen mm-hmm. um it's i'm just ready for it to be over but you know if it, you know i will say it feels way more norm now like i feel way more normal than it did a month ago like there's so much more stores that are open you can go to kohl's right now kohl's is open you know the mall's open now the visalia well that's where we live but Ball in our city that'll probably yeah. be edit um, is is uh, is open so it's it's different. There's some sit down restaurants that you can actually sit down now and eat. Yeah, that's true. Which is insane to think about. I never thought I thought we'd be like this all summer. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna happen this quick, especially because everyone's talking about a second wave, and if we were gonna prevent a second wave happening in the fall you think everything would still be closed right now. But I mean, I kind of feel like everyone's just over it. And I don't know if that's a healthy way to deal with it, but this has never, this hasn't happened for a hundred years. So we don't know what it's like to go through this. And I don't even know if there's like necessarily a wrong way to respond to it. It's just so weird. And it's so abnormal that like, I, I, I can't fault people for doing what they're doing there's certain people who do things and it's like how, like that's obviously stupid. I don't know why you're doing that. Um, especially if they're putting the safety of others at risk, but generally like, I don't know. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna come. We're going to get a vaccine maybe beginning of next year. And then after that, I, I feel like things are going to get back to normal really quickly. My it's question is be, what comes first, a herd immunity or the vaccine? think more rural areas herd immunity and then i'm thinking cities vaccine right um just because the thing is we don't know the exact numbers in you know los angeles new york of what who actually because you know testing wasn't as adequate as it should have been they should have been a lot higher testing quicklier and so there's so many people we could be 10 million people already in you know in the whole united states i think they with with the testing that they're doing, the blood testing at this point, seeing if you have the uh, antibodies, the antibody tests, there, I think it was like California was already in like the 500,000s of already, already had it. Damn, that's... I mean, and you could, let's say you in general, you could have had it and you just didn't know. You just carried the yeah. antibodies, so... Yeah, that's true. We just don't know. So, it's tough, but... I think the tougher part is what happened next? What happened this weekend? 
or this it week, was, this past week, I think. Since I think was he killed last Monday? It was last Monday. Yeah. 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 Well, be, well, do you want to? What do you want to focus on right now? Do you want to focus on the riots? We'll start from the beginning. Or SpaceX. Let's go with the riots because SpaceX is the fun thing. And yeah, let's, let's let's end on a good note. Let's head on like, a good note. Yeah. Right? Okay. I think we still have to hit Trump <laughs> as well on this. So, and that's you have to bring up that nickname again yeah. too. We talk about. <laughs> oh, uh, was it uh, basement PP pants or something like that? What is that? What I said? Yeah. <laughs> basement PP pants, PP wetter pants or something like that. Yeah. I'm for that. <laughs> we should get shirts. <laughs> right? Just have his face and a baby uh, with like a diaper holding. Some good merch ideas that right there. That could be our, our, uh, our merch for for the podcast if it li- takes off by, by the election. Patreon members get a free... Nude picture. Um, what? Yeah. That's, <laughs> Just that's... kidding. <laughs> <laughs> of Trump. Of Trump, especially, yeah. Okay, Specifically. so let's hit on... We got to go serious now. Um, George Floyd. George Floyd. Unfortunately, this he... He was murdered by uh, a, a moron, a dumbass, and three other dumbasses who, you know, I think he had three. If you saw the video, there was three. Okay, let's start from the beginning. So he goes to a grocery store to buy some cigarettes. They say he paid with a $20 bill that was uh, fake. Counterfeit. Counterfeit. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I think I heard a rumor that wasn't even true. Like he, it was a real bill. But they called the police. Actually, they, they so I watched the video. He goes to his car. They go to his vehicle to confront him to get the cigarettes back. He doesn't. He sits there. They go back in. They call the police. They show up. Um, they talk to him. They're trying to pull him out. And then the guy who killed him pulls up on the third uh, police vehicle. He wasn't even the first cop. He wasn't the second cop vehicle. He was the third that shows up. They pull him out. They throw him on the ground. Uh, three people on top of him. The guy who killed him is on his neck for like over 20 minutes, I believe 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he it was just way, away. However long it was, it was way too long. Yeah, he um, goes into, you know, uh, cardiac arrest. By the time that the ambulance gets there, to me, I think he was dead on the spot, like by the time the ambulance got there. I mean, if you're starved of oxygen for that long – um, whether it's, I mean, I don't know how long the brain can last without oxygen, but I, I heard anywhere, I've heard a lot of things. It's either, it's anywhere between eight to 20 minutes or something like that, that he was on his neck. I mean, the brain can't survive long, you know, and, um, that's overkill. So they basically valued his life at $20. Um, even real $20. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And that's why I, I, protesting i completely understand that's like 100 percent. for me i even understand some of the writing and i i even understand a little tiny bit a little tiny bit of the of the looting by black people in um, anyone who's not black you don't have an excuse to do to do cause any destruction whatsoever um but the bet the what changed my mind about this is that um i heard the argument that um the neighborhoods of a lot, not every black person, but a lot of black people in the United States 
live in areas where tax dollars are not spent on their neighborhoods and they're just blighted and they're in disarray and they're just in really terrible conditions that white people will never allow in their neighborhoods. So their reasoning, not everyone, not every protester, most protesters are, peace, are peaceful, but some of the rioters' reasonings were, if this is, we're part of this community and tax dollars were not spent on our neighborhoods, which caused the, the school to prison pipeline and all this other stuff. So if we determine as residents of this community that um, we're gonna destroy some property um, to get everyone's attention because we've peacefully protested before and nothing happens. We've done this for decades. So if we need to resort to this, then we made the, de the decision that the destruction of property is worth paying it back in taxes. So that's what kind of changed my mind a little bit. And I can, I can see their point, especially from a writer's perspective. However, if you're in a part of the country that's not, where there's not a lot of black populations and there's not a lot of um, history of slavery or systemic racism, which is very little parts of the country, um, you have absolutely no reason to cause any damage. You, I don't know why you're rioting at all. For sure, protest, that's your right. But anything above that, I, that's kind of an excuse to just be in the spotlight for me. To me, um, I, I think, the, I, to me, I, regardless, it's inexcusable. But I, like you said, I understand it within that community. The protesting across the United States is, is, is exactly what you should be doing. For George, you know, George Lloyd and, and other black African-Americans who have gone through this in the past and will go through it in the future. This is why you're trying to change. But unfortunately, with riots, um, it happens and it immediately allows shitty people to literally come into your community and, and destroy shit. I mean, there's countless people, you know, I don't know if you've seen it. There's a lot of white people destroying stuff like most yeah. of the majority of the people that are doing it nationwide are, are white people and they're just literally taking advantage of the situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. And that's the big problem. That's why yeah. rioting, like I said, it, it allows shitty people to come in and you, you take your, basically no one's caring about George Floyd at this point outside, you know, outside of the protesters because mm -hmm. everyone's focusing on the rioters, the looting. Yeah. And I, I agree with you with, um, I'm, I, like 99% agree with you too when you're talking about police stations and and police departments um, and their policies all across the country each city has their own there's no federal regulation mm -hmm. about standards um, that they have to follow so Washington DC is going to have completely different policies than LA or yeah. San Francisco or Charlotte or anywhere you know Houston so I know that in Washington, D.C., if um, someone throws a projectile to um, riot police, that gives them the okay to, I think it's taking a, a few yards um, in steps forward and then stopping. So that gives them the right to advance. So I, under, I actually agree with you, too, where if we, not we, but if people resort to riots, that's going to cause them to enact those policies so they are going to start advancing and then everyone's going to get heated and then you're going to get the group think and everyone's going to forget why they're there and they're going to get heated up and everything's going to be crazy um i i feel like it's it's it, it is inexcusable in most ways it's just 
how long does this have to go on for us to not have any more Black Lives Matter protests, you know? Um, one protest is too much because this nothing's changed. And, and it's not an issue from this year, this month. There's an issue, a systemic issue that's been going on, well, 200 years. And, I mean, it's getting better over time, yeah. and it might get better over time, but if you can kind of make a fast forward to now, what can we do now? But before I we potentially go into solutions, which I don't think neither of us have any solutions, but I mm-hmm. throw an idea that could probably be terrible. Uh, but the solution is never to stop protesting at this moment. I think for sure it's for police to stop killing black men. Really? That's, that's really where we got to really think. And I, I, I'm not, and I don't want to say it, but I'm, I'm not the biggest on protesting in general because I don't believe it actually turns into actual change. Yeah. I'm more of pushing ideas and having conversations with the people that disagree with you in a neutral, um, good way without arguing, uh, with hate speech and, and bad language. I can't tell you how many friends and family I have who, and I'm talking about people who are in high school, just out of high school or middle-aged, right? They go to these protests and they say that they call themselves act. They call themselves activists. They think they're a part of a movement. They're doing all this stuff where there's cameras, where people are seeing them, and they say Black Lives Matter, everything works out, and then you see them not even able to name their mayor or their police chief or their they don't vote. house representative or their senators, mm-hmm. even the governors um, of their state. So I don't buy it. I don't buy that they're there because they care about Black lives. I think they want to post on Instagram, and they want people to see that they're doing quote unquote hard work, but the hard work is after where you, you go out and canvas in your community, you join um, some type of um, candidacy uh, uh, campaign. Yeah. Um, you explain to your community, this is what happens when you vote. You do the hard work basically, but no one wants to do the hard work. So I don't fun. buy a lot of the protesters. I don't buy exactly. it. I don't buy that they actually care that Black Lives Matter. And I don't think that they think that Black Lives Matter. Because if they were to do that, they would be able to go up to a, a Black mom who lost their son. And they would be able to tell them, I did this and this and this and this in honor of your son. And I'm trying my best to help them. If I just go to a protest and I don't do anything else, and I go up to a Black mom who lost her son, and I tell her, well, I went to a protest, but I don't know. Politics are boring. Uh, I don't understand it. That's that's like that's that's it doesn't do anything. It's just it's just all for show, um, and that's what that's what's irritating, and that's why nothing's changed because the protests are all fun and games. Literally, they're fun and games until it happens again, and then everyone's quiet. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. I don't, I to don't me. Buy it. Like, I agree with you. We got to continue having the conversation. Uh, go, it could be within your own family, friends, group, but continue to have it. It's, that's where the start is. You know, I think the good thing about these protests are, and unfortunately, I will say it's the good thing about the rioting as well, is that we're having the conversations. I've had True. countless conversations with friends and family the past four days. Uh, I've, I've been messaging my cousins in Mexico, and they, 
they're like, what's going on? We kind of have conversation about it. And what's the issue? They're saying, well, the issue is also with the Mexicans as well. And I'm like, yeah, of course. The difference is, you know, the African community, African-American community is very vocal about it. Mexicans here in the United States that came from Mexico are very humbled. They come from humbled places. So they don't have the, the voice to be heard, mm-hmm. you know. Eventually, maybe their kids will. And but by then they've already become Americanized and it might kind of not be the same of what they had, their parents had gone through yeah. here. So it's a systemic issue on on all fronts, you know. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to push this off of Black Lives Matter because of course they do. And that's that's another definition. I think people want to need to understand that all lives do matter, but Black lives at this point need to matter so that we can understand what they've been going through. It's not that other people don't matter. It's that you know, theirs is not mattered as much as others, you know, th- for everybody, yeah. everybody in the community. That's where we need to get to. Did you see that TikTok of the lady who, um, she was a white lady who was explaining why people use the term Black Lives Matter? I don't um, think so, I saw it. It, w- it just came out like super recently. Um, she, she said, imagine everyone's at a dinner table and everyone gets served a plate of food, except Bob, right? Bob doesn't get a plate is of food. Is he black? Is Bob black? Um, I think she implied it. Oh, and so, okay. yeah, he's probably black. Um, but I, I mean, that, that's the point of the whole yeah. type TikTok, but, um, imagine if he said, or like, they get, hey, the scraps. Where's my food? <laughs> they get, the, yeah. they get that leftovers. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. That's, that's, that would even be generous in this TikTok, but she was saying, um, she was saying like, imagine Bob says like, Hey, I didn't get any food. I'm hungry. And then everyone at the table turns to Bob and they're just like, Bob, we're all hungry. I don't know why you keep saying you're hungry. We're all hungry. And they start eating. And then he's like, but I don't have any food. And she's just like, Bob, we're hungry too. And then they keep eating, right? It's, it's pretty much the same thing where, of course, everyone's hungry. Of course, all lives matter. That's, that's not, it's not about you. It's about the person who's suffering. So if Bob's hungry and he says, hey, guys, I'm hungry, you should probably listen to him. And it doesn't mean that you're not hungry. <laughs> it just means yeah, that he, one saying, person didn't get food. He's not saying you guys aren't hungry, but I am. He's saying yeah. I'm hungry. What can, what can, how can I eat? Yeah. So I totally understand what you're saying. It makes sense. It, it does. Uh, I think, I don't know what the solution is here. It's, you know, I, I, to me, I really, if you start with the police force, they, there probably should be some sort of federal regulation on how they go through the process of hiring. I, I'm a strong believer, and people have argued with me that I'm wrong, but I think all police should have degrees. They're paid like they have degrees. I, I think I agree with that, and I, and I just find it funny how someone has to go through, what, like seven to ten years of law school to become a lawyer? A lawyer. I think it's And go years. into debt like crazy. But then all you need are a six, couple of... I think six months of training to be a police. Six months of training in boot camp, right? Yeah. To be able to to protect the people who live in your community and to hold firearms and to be able to literally arrest people. Like, you should be extremely... You should be... You should know the law extremely well. You should be able to, to take someone down with, like, Krav Maga or something like that. Like, you should be highly skilled in that type of work. And I know for sure if we raise the standard of what police are, then um, there's gonna be a lot more respect for police all around the country. And, and, and um, 
I'd rather have someone with a degree protecting me, knowing why someone's acting the way they are, than some crazy lunatic who just loves guns. Not that there's anything wrong with guns, but just loves guns and loves shooting and wants to take it out on someone who looks different than them. And let me you know? give you the reason why people argue with me with that. They say being educated doesn't mean you're not racist. And I say, yes, but becoming a police, people don't want... Normally, a lot of people become police, sheriffs, correction officers, because that's their best way of getting a high income without getting a degree. True, true. So pushing them having to go through... I even associates program. Pushing them to go through that you kind of dumb out the people that really don't want to waste, you know, two, two to four years getting a degree, you know? And here in California, community college is not free, you know? So if they make that the requirement, that's, there should be no problem doing that. And you learn something like that's, that's a win-win, you know? And look, it, it I'm not saying it's going to fix anything. I think it just makes the process a little harder and it, it doesn't look, Hey, in six months I could be a police. I could be earning, I don't know what police make, starting 50 plus a year pretty good that's yeah i mean teachers start making 35 a year and they have a degree right so it's it it doesn't make any sense it's it's amazing i mean they end up in the hundred thousand plus i'm not saying like correction officers that you can make a hundred thousand dollars easily just with overtime just yeah. with overtime, like like the family and people I know who are CEOs or who work in the prisons around here. Um, to be fair, though, I don't necessarily think that correction officers need degrees. <laughs> they're just babysitters. <laughs> but, I mean, it's t- their job's really tough. I would hate to have that job. I'd rather be yeah. a police than a mm-hmm. correction officer, and they definitely deserve uh, – to be compensated to for be that paid type of job, you know? That's the exception to the rule that I just stated. Cause I kind of, to me, they're police, they're police. So mm-hmm. uh, they're the only exception to the rule. In my opinion, I don't think I mean, they, yeah. they're, they're peace officers because for that. that no one would become a correctional officer if they had to get a degree. Literally nobody. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so many other things we can do with a degree. But yeah. I mean, they could make similar money enjoying not being in prison with a bunch of criminals. So it's also another thing that they probably should continue to do is is updating our criminal justice, like uh, our laws, our our drug law, our drugs, people who get arrested with drugs, kind of releasing them. And unfortunately, a lot of them are in the African-American community. Um, Drug offenses to me are not the biggest deal. But we actually have to help them after they leave the prisons a little better than we do. I honestly, and, and that's like a financial argument too, because you, from what I understand, you save so much more money preventing people from going to prison than actually keeping them in prison. And anything that saves money, like it, especially for fiscal conservatives who always complain about the money that's spent on the state budgets for prisons and for state hospitals and all that. If you really cared and you wanted to reduce the budget and not spend as much, then you would do the numbers, run them and realize that you spend so many millions of dollars less in preventative programs and making sure that you educate people once they come out and give them opportunities so that they don't relapse and they don't go back. And it just, it blows my mind all the time that, 
there's not this long-term thinking because we might put up some money up front, but the long-term savings are massive. like more than make up for it. Way, like way more than, than, than what we're already paying right now. I, I do want to state that I don't believe there is a political party, the major political parties that will change anything for the African-Americans at this moment. I think it doesn't matter who's president or in the Senate at this moment. I think it's, this is going to take a long time. You kind of have to rebuild everything from the ground up and it's just going to take time. It, it could be a 10 years, but I will say, I don't think racism ever disappears ever. I think over time it does improve. It gets better. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, with children in your own house, that's where they learn it from is, you know, the parents and, or their friends. And, and, you know, if we, it evolves over time. I mean, look at gay marriage that when I was in high school, I'd probably say 95% of the people in there were 100% against it. And I would probably, if you, I'm, this is off the top of my head, I'm sure if you go to the high schools now and you ask them, I'm sure you're probably the opposite now, 95% for gay marriage. It's a yeah, complete, it would actually be weird to not be for it. Exactly. Yeah. Especially, you know, these kids are, over time, are becoming better people in general. Mm-hmm. over time just because we're not coming from segregation we're not coming from slavery we're you know we understand that females african americans any type of origin of color of skin are all equal to you gay people are, are are as equal as you and i and they should have as many rights as 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 we do um now i'm not saying force it down churches but legally through the legal process of going through government yeah. i'm i'm down for it i don't think the government i'm i the, the older i get the more libertarian i get i don't think the government should have their hands in anything but that's just me honestly as long as the government stays out of morality and um what what churches are for a lot of people and as long as churches and people who teach morals stay out of government that's all I care about, exactly. honestly, because I'm I'm not paying elected leaders to to teach about morals, and I'm not I, I'm not electing them to teach me anything about any type of religion, because that's not your job. Your job is to make sure that where the government is protecting us, right? Same thing. I'm not if I go to church, I'm not going to church to learn about why I should vote this way or this way, because that's not your job. I don't care what you think. I care what data tells me, and I care what actually works and what saves us money and um what allows me to go to the club one day on a saturday night and then go to church the next day there you go and be able to do that you can market you can go to confession and let and it all out there you go like i should be able to do all that stuff and it should be okay you know and no one should be stopping anyone from doing all these that's things unless it, exactly. stops, it infringes on someone's freedom and so that's why like, i have the biggest problem with the pope because he, is, he he criticized capitalism over and over and over again. I'm like, I, I, and I, I understand see. he comes from a religious a big idea process where we should help them all. But I just I hate when I hear it. I I think he should specify which capitalism because American capitalism, how it exists today in 2020, is obviously not working because it comes from the 1900s or it comes mm. from before that but it worked the best in the 1900s 
that we know of and it needs to evolve and we need to let capitalism evolve because capitalism is it, it's going to function differently in one century than another right so it's not capitalism that's the issue it's the fact that we're not allowing it to evolve and we, we're, we're stuck on this idea that it needs to look like 1920. Mm-hmm. I mean, 19, 1940, 1950, 1960. And to think those, those back then, your tax rates were up over 40, 50% back then. Which is really interesting too, because that's the golden age of- And I'm of against taxes States. regardless, but- <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that we were doing back then that was very socialist, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, that's the- like it's not socialism that's the issue and it's not capitalism that's the issue and you have the far right saying everything needs to be capitalist and everything that's different is communism then you have the far left that's saying capitalism is evil it's killing the world and all even that though, stuff like that even it's though not, trump is very socialist on a lot of his ideas yeah, yeah he's like the, he's one of the most I mean, socialist, the most socialist presidents. presidents ever i i'm 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 constantly amazed and I, I'm even amazed that in his presidency, we got stimulus checks. I'm, I'm surprised that we are giving money to farmers because of the trade wars and things like that. That's yeah, that's like, like that's let them die. Of billions of dollars. But that's Honestly, what- I mean, if you really want to talk about like pure capitalism and let the free market take whatever you're going to take, I let mean, them, you got to exactly. go, you know. But I think we're getting off the topic here. I guess yeah, uh, yeah you're right. We you're should right. jump back sorry, on. Sorry, this this originally was meant for a topic on George Floyd and the tragedy that happened, and then we did get off track. Um, but we're trying but to I figure out the good. systemic issue of how to get but there. That's kinda, the thing. Yeah, yeah it's it's it takes, it's, it's showing it's that everything's connected, and there's reasons why the black community all across the country is where is where it is. You know because everything's connected and if one domino falls and we allow it to fall then it's going to affect everyone but it affects certain populations more than others i will say that we are definitely the scientific research on the world and how to combine all 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 types of people in one area and how to coexist because there's no i mean you have kind of groups together but they're not like as many we have everybody in the world here every type of group so it's yeah yeah there was one um i don't know if it was an ambassador i can't even tell you who it was because i heard this like years ago but it was a quote from like some reporter from another country that was um criticizing the u.s and there's a lot of things the u.s does is stupid but they the the ambassador or someone from the u.s who was there having a press conference um responded by saying that um if you don't think that there's going to be problems in the most diverse country in the world then um you're crazy because i don't see any other countries um who are as diverse as the u.s and as big as the u.s and who have allowed as many people in um that have the problems we do because they don't they've never allowed it before so that is kind of like i understand where she, what she was saying because um the closest that i can think of is maybe canada i was thinking canada too california does you know mm-hmm. so that's the closest thing that i can think of um but at, and at I mass population really you know per pop per you know one million per population i don't think there's a country that even well regardless honestly I, yeah it's we're so diverse that that's the greatest thing about this country. And um, mm-hmm. with diversity, you do need to have change and evolve with laws and things like that. So that it works for everybody. 
And unfortunately, nothing's perfect. You're going to change one law. It's going to affect one group. You know, things are going to happen. And, you know, if this even fixes, if we do have kind of change from this movement to help the African-American community, which helps them, all of us, but how's that affect, I mean, not that affecting others, but like, are we going to go help other communities and other people that are here? I mean, there's a big issue with, you know, Mexicans here. There's a big issue with Muslims. There's a big mm-hmm. issue with Chinese people, Asian people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, those are Indian people. I mean, the only people that really don't get hate are the white Europeans or they don't have any typical big issues. They have everyday personal problems, but it's not, you know, the systemic issue that all types of people have. Um, But I do understand that we definitely need to fix black lives matter or blacks in general, because that's the, that's a start that will help other communities. I just hope they do it correctly. You know, I don't know what that is. You know what we need to do and what will fix everything? We need to... Kill everybody? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, if that is... We try that. If that doesn't work, then... Yeah. Um, if, you kill, if you kill one black guy, you got to kill one white guy. It's, it's, <laughs> an eye for an eye, you know? An eye for an eye, no, no. This is, this Not is laughing, when we need to bring no into that. the conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. We, we need to connect to Cyberlink, and when our brains are uploaded into the cloud... We can just tell our future generations like, oh, that doesn't work. You shouldn't do that. We know because we're like thousands of years old. <laughs> exactly. We can run in, uh, we could be AI. We could be the brain of AI. That We can give them the human element to destroy the world. In style. In style. Because they'll, they'll what we have is an accurate, um, you know, person, uh, not perfection and they have is straight facts data and that if you combine the two this world will be gone <laughs> yeah, just cancel out be- yeah, just, we'll be done <laughs> well speaking of cyberlink um which could be possible in the next oh test i think uh, uh elon musk said i think well, soon he me i mean like this decade Really? That, that quick? Uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast, he, he says that we're not going to be talking to each other anymore. It's just going to be just for fun, but you don't need to. Just like, I haven't used my mouth in like 20 years. I might, I might use it today. What does that even mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> if you're thinking in your head and we're just like, get the fuck, like, get the fuck out of here. Wait, does that mean that we have to like create artificial images of doors that allow people like like before they can come into our head they need a knock virtually in our mind it's gonna be like zoom where we have to accept you to join you gotta admit you in can we put backgrounds in our mind (laughs) oh i don't even know how this is gonna play out we're gonna be like naked in our head and we're like get out we're gonna get and everyone has to see it whether they like it or not and then and then the problem is they're gonna upload there's gonna be someone who hacks our brain who's going this is probably i'm this is makes no sense if you actually know what you're talking about. They're gonna put all the racism in your brain, and they're gonna upload it to Twitter, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, Trump's we, actually racist." We just need we need one person to take it to to take one for the team, so we can put all the racism in them, and then we're good. Oh yeah, because I think every single person in the world probably has some sort of racism gene in them. <laughs> some something hidden in there. It's just there's something from their childhood that they said something that they shouldn't have that's just gonna pop out. Hey, you know what? We can weed everyone out because we can read their minds at that point. 
I still don't know how this is going to play out. I don't either. I don't. All I know is be, can cops be, over can can they get subpoena our heads? Not if I build a fort in our brains. <laughs> in my brain, I think we should probably jump off this uh, uh, Black Lives Matter. Any last comment? Um, or that, just Black Lives do matter, you know. And I, my thing, my big thing, which I'll end on, is if you're gonna, if you can protest, you can canvas. That means we have, it's June now, we have five to six months of hard work that you can do. If you felt good enough to go protest, you better, I better see you go out there explain to people why your city budget is the way it is and why a certain amount of money is going to your police force rather than parks. They're, they're not going to have any budget after coronavirus and all these, uh, all the police oh, forces so that, are, that are being paid out are for every- And then all the cleanup after- like that's gonna be even more money that the cities are not gonna have. Let's but you know what? Whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. But you know what? If you it's can back. protest, go and if you make can print out too. stimulus checks for everybody to get twelve hundred dollars per person plus children, you could probably do it again. Anonymous, please send me ten thousand dollars to my bank account and cancel my student loans. If that's you're listening, yeah. you know what? Add student loans for Trump. Put it ten trillion dollars. All the student loans. Put it under Trump. Move Trump it over. Lateral. Could you imagine? He gets he he gets uh he gets uh, m- m- all the all the debt collectors sending him uh uh mail <laughs> to the White House. This. I'm for that. I'm ready. I'm so ready for that. Uh, I, before we move on to Trump in this this whole week and today's what he um he came out with with his uh, tyrancy, um I do want to push out that I am looking at a third party candidate for president because I still don't necessarily understand. I'm very, I'm very fearful with Joe Biden being president that he's just a moron and a, um, well, not necessarily moron. I just think his brain's not there. I think he's too old. And I'm sorry. Ageism is a thing. I'm sorry. Uh, we should honestly, not have two president candidates. Like, it matters. It matters how old he is because if he's going to be running the country. Give him two um, more years. He's 80. We're going to have an 80-year-old president. Which would be the oldest we've ever had, Well, right? 78 would be the oldest. I think Trump getting reelected would be the oldest. Yeah, you're right. Anyone who becomes president this year is going to be oldest. Why do we think that we can solve our problems with electing white old men? And I'm not saying that white people can't do it. I mean, I would, I'd gladly vote for a white person that's 40s, but I would rather gladly vote for a, you know, a Mexican woman who I, you know, had the same ideology and, and everything as I do, because that would be ideal to me. I would vote for a black person for president if they had the same ideas that I kind of agree with. But I, uh, I think it's kind of like the the abused wife thing. And sorry if this like um, oh for I'm voting for women to anyone because it could be I, it could be triggering. I don't, I don't want it to be that, but um, I don't know. You just keep coming back to what you're used to, so to white but but i don't understand okay take out the white male why vote for uh, old people like because because like and old people i'm talking 60 is fine but 78 that's you know what throughout history though it was true before that older people knew more and i think um probably the generation before us what they have internet they, I think Gen X was the first generation where that wasn't true anymore. 
where the kids of the baby boomers turned out to be a lot smarter than the baby boomers. And then millennials are more are the most educated education in, in American history. And it ends uh, there. In, in Every, world history, pretty much. Our, our next generation, this group, ooh, they are um, they are something. They're at a they're and I'm someone was telling their... me that that um, my cousin was telling me that the crazy thing about Gen X or Gen Z, sorry, Gen the, Z, the new yeah. generation is that um, they're just not afraid of anything. And that's what terrifies her. She's just like, it's not even that I don't like them. It's just they're they're not scared of anything. They're 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 crazy. They're like honey badgers. I, I think they are the most creative generation. Yeah. I mean just TikTok itself. That's what I'm saying. Just TikTok, man. The the stuff they come out with. You know I'm what just... though? I will say we we did Vine. Vine was our thing. So we gave them the concept and they added to it. Took it to an extreme. Yeah. But um, my point of moving on to a third-party candidate, uh, the Libertarian Party has announced Joe Jargonson will be their nominee. She is a woman. Um, you sent me information about her. She is, yes. She, I believe, works for Clemson. She's a, a professor at Clemson University. She's ran as vice president in the 90s. Um, basically, let me just give her a political position breakdown. Um she supports individual liberties and considers shrinking the government as a major priority. She favors non-intervention, free and open trade with other nations, promoting nuclear power through deregulation in order to reduce CO2 emissions. Some people may not like that, but I believe nuclear power is actually a very it's clean. It's actually really clean energy. Very clean. Yeah. It's very good. And it produces a lot of uh, power and, and, you know, a clean way. That's something that other, you know, Air, uh, what's it called? Um, air, uh, what are those things called? Um, wind, 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 wind power, wind power. Uh, yeah. It's not, it takes a lot of, you know, of wind to produce power and solar is the current, you know, thing. I think it takes like, it's like 20% of our energy consumption. Okay. Or what provides con- uh, energy. Mm-hmm. Um, in the terms of healthcare, she supports a free market healthcare system over the current system. Uh, she also believes in eliminating the border walls and allowing anyone to come in. Uh, she blames that uh, open border and blame anti-immigrant sentiment on disproportionate media coverage of crimes by immigrants. She argues that immigration helps the economy. Blending of cultures is beneficial. And the big one, she believes all drugs should be legalized. Amen. Amen on the drugs. And I, but I can't, to me, I just, I, I think it shouldn't be, you know, I think it should be legalized everything. Well, look at Portugal. Exactly. Portugal legalized all, all of their drugs and then all the money they got from that tax revenue went to education and treatment after. And I, I, they have for sure in Europe, they have like one of the lowest drug rates and relapse rates in, in Europe. And I'm pretty sure the world too, but um, that's just tax money. Like that's a bunch of tax money we could use, you know? And, and that would lower a lot of crime that would lower uh, our issues with Mexico. That mm-hmm. would, that would, would increase tax black market drug cartel stuff. And if you want to get something, you can get it already. So what's the difference? And if the government's regulating it, then, um, I mean, you know, no drug is, tr- is truly 100% safe. 
but you're going to have a regulated, uh, we know what's in there, basically. You're not getting off the street where it can be laced with a bunch of other stuff. It, uh, wh- whatever it is, whether it's heroin or crack or anything. You, like I that. still can't believe I'm saying this though. <laughs> that I want is legalized, but when you said those drugs, <laughs> but <laughs> what crack? <laughs> crack and heroin and LSD. LSD. DMT. Um, DMT. Ah, DMT is not as bad as if you can control it. It's not too bad for you. You just need to be in a Shrooms? in a shrooms which microdosing amazing for depression and anxiety right exactly and uh mm. for especially for dying patients with dmt as well people that are um what's it called when you're gonna die eventually um hospice no no it's a type oh. of condition <laughs> um when you, eventually your your issues you're gonna die from it I gonna die called. syndrome no could, that <laughs> we should have been in charge of naming these we freaking have the best <laughs> God, I have gonna die syndrome. GDS, have you heard of it? <laughs> GDS, that might be like gonorrhea or something. Actually, it sounds like a STD. Yeah. <laughs> um, but look, and a lot of people will argue that voting third parties dumb, but I believe the only way that and, and look, she's not gonna win this election, but she we might be building up another party eventually if we can get enough people to get involved and understand what that party those people are about i believe everyone's a libertarian in some way just a certain uh there's a certain level of how much libertarian they are exactly it there's to me unfortunately i you know the democrats are too left and the republicans are just fucking crazy at this point where i i kind of now i understand where i'm at in my life where i believe this party kind of the problem is they have had a bunch of fucking crazy people run it and they've always had crazy candidates and i believe she's actually one of the first actual candidates and look i'm not endorsing her at this point or saying i'm gonna vote for her. it's kind of like i'm watching her i am listening to her i'm trying to get an idea and i just kind of want to push out that there's options yeah and um and you they're gonna say oh you're gonna help trump or you're gonna help biden but like who cares they're to me like one of them's gonna win one's gonna lose and I, I didn't sign a contract when i was born saying yeah. that i'm gonna be loyal to a party I, I that's not if the party's not getting our vote it's the party's fault and We're, like we don't owe anything to them the problem is i'm not gonna vote for trump and i'm not gonna at, at this point trump has not uh biden hasn't shown me that he can handle being a president at in a mental state we'll see how his vice presidents pick and i just don't believe that yeah he scares me as much as Trump. So, and we've already know how Trump is. I mean, Biden, he can't even handle a freaking press conference or talking or, you know, he already, he, he thinks black people who don't vote for him aren't black. Ain't black. (laughs) (laughs) We're literally like word for word. Ain't black. I wish he had said that after uh, this whole week, he would have been done. He would not have survived. He wouldn't be out there with the protesters right now. (laughs) There's no way. He still should be like, you want maybe he gets corona i don't know you know what i'm still hoping for i'm hoping for um dual his VP pick to be kamala yeah and um uh, i don't i don't want anything bad happen to them but in the case where something were to happen to him and then we have president kamala harris i'd be completely fine with that 
but I don't think that's very realistic. So I don't think he should like I think he should guarantee that he shouldn't run in two thousand twenty four. Like you're gonna be eighty two. Would you vote for him? Uh I don't know. It's still four years. Four years can do a lot. I'm still well. All this stuff has happened in three. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, my thinking is though, and the same thing. I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Hillary in 2016. I voted for Evan McMullen, which ended up being he's a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> but um, I, the thing that I think pisses me off is that everybody who talked big against Trump before Trump became the nominee backed him instantly. Like I understand for political reasons why you did that, but you guys, the whole Republican party has no backbone. I mean, you can't stand up for yourself. I mean, I don't understand how a conservative allows you to do tariffs on other countries. Like we've already done this. Literally George Bush did this and it Mm -hmm. failed. It killed our economy. And then he took it off a year later. But moving completely to Trump, I'll let you at him because you're, you're, you're a feisty dog and he's a piece of meat right now. He's uh, – if, if any of you who may be listening don't know, um, I don't hate anyone and I don't think I've ever known what it's like to hate someone. And um, this is the first time – my life that I think I'm coming close to it, um, speaking about Trump. So I, I try my best to stay unbiased and completely neutral when I'm explaining things about him. Which is but this this guy's a coward. He's just he's he's a lunatic and he's a coward. And he was threatening the governors, the the liberal Democrat governors of all these states where these big cities where mo- more most residents are Democrats. Um, where if they don't stop the rioting, then he will send in the military. And that's illegal because you can't do that without a, gover- without a governor's um, request. Basically. I believe he can, he can do it if it's a national emergency. He declares a national emergency, then he could do it. I was, but he has I yet was to do it. Really, I don't have a oh, – dang it. I saved it, but then I, I got rid of the webpage. Um, I know for sure in Washington D.C. he has complete. Well, they're not even a state. Freedom to do that, yeah. Um, and it's a it's a federal district, so he can call the military. Um, from what I understand, the act that he was referring to whenever he was going to call on the governors, he um, cherry picked it, where he's where um, the the reasoning was that he could do that based on it on this law that was last used in eighteen something. But then the rest of it says, um, paraphrasing, without the with the government with governor's request. So it's up to legal experts and constitutional experts on how they're going to interpret that. But um, that's a whole other issue where he does control the Supreme Court, though, if it goes that high. That's what I was thinking too. Because what now? It's majority. Um, I think it's four three. It's majority three. I think it's two, four three. Four three. Or oh, sorry. It, yeah, I think it's four three. I think there's seven. Yeah, I think there's seven. I keep thinking, um, what's her name? Died already. <laughs> oh yeah, I I'm surprised. She, she, I don't think she's alive. I think they're just holding her, her body, and maybe she's Cyberlink. a robot. Cyberlink. She could just still forever. That's her plan. I know it. I can see it in her face. Yeah, uh, it will. She's not gonna last if if 
another election cycle Ooh. or another another four years. Could Hang you in imagine? Hang in there, or five two. Ooh, there's no way anything would get done. I, to be honest with you, I still I think at that point he should he should nominate a moderate just to be fair. You think he'll play? He'll play no. fair like that? No, no, he won't. No, of course he, not. You know what? He's in his bunker, or he was in his bunker. He was a pee pee um, boy, pee pee uh, pants, a bunker boy. He didn't even make it to his golden toilet seat down there, and and it's just crazy because a president should be out there calming everyone and i i uh, could not imagine uh, you know if i look at george w bush when he was president 9-11 hit or when we went to war he had a national address very you know in his office very respectful very he he spoke and he tried to unite the united states i don't like you got this is your you're the leader you gotta unite everybody you gotta actually look this is what we're gonna try to do this is our initiatives you have people to make up this bullshit and try to push it out. Come on. You literally just have to read it. You don't do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, he seems like a, he's, he's speaking like a dictator and he has been for a while. And that's really concerning because that's getting normalized and it's sounding very normal to me now. And I never thought that if you, if you read a newspaper headline about what's happening, it would sound like a third world country where there is military police deployed in the nation's capital and the streets are on fire and the president is blaming protesters. That's what third world countries do. And we're not a third world, third world country and this is happening here. Like, and this is 2020. We've, we have pictures of black holes. Like, how is this happening? This is, this is ridiculous. And um, it's just I'll, gone on long enough. Don't you wish you were the astronauts who took off into space and left this world yeah yeah i i just want some aliens to come down and take role it'd be, it'd be a lot better if if they accept me as their pet or as their like royal fool or something i totally do it it's better than current current state in life yeah <laughs> um That's great anything else with trump <sighs> It's something new. I, I what's 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 next? Like twenty twenty can only get worse, right? Like what what could possibly a meteor hit us or hits Florida or? That's the know. season finale. Just Florida getting hit. That's December. That's season. I mean, finale I don't know stuff. if that would be a bad. I'm just kidding. It would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Florida's uh, just Florida's insane. crazy. It is a crazy place to be. <laughs> I'm kidding though. I'll hope. You know, to be honest, with you, I hope everyone is doing well, and we need to come together. Um, and you know, the great thing is th- stuff like um, uh, SpaceX. You know, things like this. This past weekend, having the first privately owned company send astronauts into space is a freaking awesome thing. This is what America's about. This is what yeah. we should be celebrating. Trump was there. Trump was there, and he looked like he was lost. <laughs> he was just looking at the sun. Like that's a really big spaceship <laughs> it's it, why is the sun more orange than my head <laughs> he's like do you think i could be that that bright he has it's a darker so bright but my hands are so small he has the <laughs> he's like <laughs> oh man and uh, there's gonna be a lot true. of people that... who freaking hate us after this fucking <laughs> podcast <laughs> it's fine 
It's fine. It's fine. I mean, because uh, then, you know what? In the future, we're going to be talking about people who are really far left the same way too. So it's fine. Oh yeah, that, it will be shitting on Biden if he becomes president. So that's our duty. It's you know, as an American, as long as you vote and it's not your guy, you. No, I'm just kidding. I. <laughs> I think it's great to, even for your guy, I think you should be, that's why I don't think you should become a political party member. You should be an independent and have not a bias. Even if you vote for the person, I think they are here to work for us, even though they, nobody in, in any part of the Senate house or the presidency, they're there for themselves. I'm sorry to say they're not servants to us. They're not, even though they're elected, they're there for their own, you know, families their own historical moments they're there for themselves i think that's something you got to realize and um spacex though i'm i'm things i i mean i would love to talk about more of this aspect a little bit too um yeah yeah is elon the greatest human in the world like you know what he at is this moment? and even though he pulled all that stuff about about threatening to leave california ah oh, fuck that it leave california no that- fuck it <laughs> I don't give a shit. I mean, no, one, would... no one talks like Elon the way they talk to Elon. He's my boy. <laughs> that that literally brought him down just a little bit. He's still the greatest person hey, on, in the world, honestly. He, it worked for him, though. He opened it up. He yeah. told him to fuck off, and they said, okay. Yeah. yeah. Alameda County was just like, you know what? You are right. We're going to do what you're going to do, and um, you are opening tomorrow. The thing I don't understand is why do people hate billionaires? I. It's not their fault that they have they can pass the tax code. That their tax code's not built to, to tax them. I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with the just b- being a billionaire. You're a billionaire, right? There's nothing. It's neutral. It's I not good. It's not bad, right? I, I, am I mean, I, I would love to be a billionaire. That's amazing. I just think that the way they got to become a billionaire was with private roads, with um, private networks, with the private power grid. Uh, I'm sorry, all public, my bad. The public power grid. I was gonna say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. Um, Public roads, public everything. So you are using public money. You are, you can't get around that in this country. You are using public utilities. You are using publicly funded things to become a billionaire. So, if you're going to be a billionaire in this country, there is a certain amount of, of responsibility that you should have to the country that made you a billionaire. You know, I'm not saying give up all your money because that's your money. You earned it. You work for it. And that's how this system is made up. Right. It's just, it's, it doesn't make sense to me why someone could be a trillionaire in a few years when there are people who literally can't afford to, eat or pay for their insulin and they are dying and so that i get the i get the problem that people have with billionaires and why they exist i think that if we had a fair system there's still going to be billionaires it's just the 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 gap between the rich and the poor is not going to be that big and people won't feel so angry toward them but um yeah i don't think there's any reason why jeff bezos who will become a trillionaire soon should be a trillionaire when people are living paycheck to paycheck and they're not getting paid 
nearly anywhere close to what baby boomers were getting paid back then. Um, adjusting for inflation and all yeah, that stuff. Inflation because they're making like 55 cents an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which you could buy a house with, with like, yeah, houses were like, over a span of a couple months. You could like a house. 40 grand or 30 grand or some shit like that. Yeah. Or 12, no, there were 12 grand at some point. Houses? Yeah, at some point. Amazing. I'll go back in time, put my name on the deed, and let it sit there for 150 years. It'll probably get burned down anyways. True. Uh-huh. But um, moving back to SpaceX, uh, I believe we'll be in, in at Mars in four years, like Elon says. I just believe him, even though he back orders shit uh, with his Teslas, and they don't come out on time. Now that the private industry is becoming a space force where they're able to get into space and they're all these billionaires have their own space force they can and that's going to drive down costs and that's going to allow us to go colonize more it's going to allow us to go do more research and stuff that's a whole other industry um asteroid mining all that stuff like that so now that capitalism which a lot of people don't like but it's that's actually cheaper gonna be cheap it's gonna make it cheaper to go into space and um that's pretty cool i mean there's a lot of stuff that we're gonna need to know in case an asteroid comes and it's it's we're in its path or something we need to know how to go and stop it and there's been some close calls recently and i think what 2029 there's one called a pofist or something like that where it's gonna come really close and there was a period of a couple years where um, NASA thought it was going to hit us and then it nudged a little bit or it's they, they recalculated and, and it's missing us. But it's coming within um, us and the moon. That just, so that's 2029 and it's coming back like 10 years after that or something. But um, there's a lot of uh, astrophysicists like Neil deGrasse Tyson where um, he was saying that one of the reasons we need to get into space and we need to do it quick is for situations like this where we need to know how to how to redirect an asteroid and we need to know how to how to blow them up and stuff and we can't do that until we have space stations and we have all this stuff going out there so um yeah national security too let me pose a question to you in 15 years let's say going in a rocket flying to mars is a normal thing and you could pay you could pay for it in a very it's not as expensive as you would think in in 15 years, would you do it? Would you go? And it'd be well, like, like, it's at, it'd be safe. expensive or yeah, it, uh, it, it'd be moderately expensive. It'd probably be, you know, if a plane costs you, you know, what's the most expensive ticket on a normal seat? A couple thousand dollars, maybe three, yeah. four, maybe $15,000 to go. That's probably way lower. I'm just saying in, in this scenario. Okay. Yeah. And it would be as safe as flying a plane, except for terrorists. I couldn't exclude that. That's just space terrorists. Yeah. Um, space pirates. And terrorists. it's going to Mars. And it's going to Mars. Would you go? And it's already been colonized. There's hotels there. Is there a Taco Bell there? Taco Bell is out of business by that time. What? That's impossible. That's impossible. It, they um, got Trump bought the whole industry, uh, the whole taco industry, because he said he wasn't racist towards Mexicans, and he fucking bankrupted all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Then you convinced me. Yes, I would go. Just so you can fuck this. <laughs> I'll build Taco Bell at Mars. Will be the first I will, I will rebuild Taco Bell from the ground up on Mars. There you go. 
yeah, I would do it. I would, I would for sure do it. That's like if you can guarantee I'm not gonna, if you can guarantee that I'm not gonna die getting there, then I'll probably do it. And being there, as long as I have, you know, my tunes, my fresh drinking water, oxygen, I'm good. There's no laws on Mars either, so you might get stabbed. I mean, that's like just living here, I guess. That's true. That's living in uh. In America in 2020. You get a knee to the neck. <laughs> Too soon. You know, uh, you know the Skyrim thing about I got I got an arrow to the knee. I got shot in the knee with an arrow. I forgot what it was called. It was a meme. Actually, no. Why do I not know that? Why do you not know this? Oh, my God. How do I not know this? Oh, my Where? God. You, you never played Skyrim? This is like going way off topic and super nerdy. I've never played Skyrim. Oh my god, Skyrim's a great game. You should play it. Um, Skyrim, uh, arrow to the knee. Yeah, it's a meme. Meme. Uh, basically, anytime you would ask a question, like somebody to help you, and they say they can't because they got an arrow to the knee. That's like a response. Yeah, but it's gonna be. I got uh, a. I got a knee to my neck, which is probably not the best timing for this. <laughs> But it's yeah. a connection. Yeah, it's a connection. Look, see. Ah, hold on. Oh, you can't see. It's backwards. Oh, it says then I, I took. Says, then I took an arrow to the knee. So they're telling a story. I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow to the knee. I I didn't know that that meme went with Skyrim. That's from Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah, that's a. You, you should play. It. It's a great game. It's an old game. Is that the one where it's like? I don't know if it was. TikTok, there were some like memes where like you would wake up and you're in a carriage with people going like that's that was a meme where like you would like you it's a first person like something happens like in a short video and then like everything turns black kind of like in gta where it says you died right have you seen those memes where like something something it's just like a vine like vine type of video Uh and then someone falls or something or something hits them and then in gta it says like you died it's similar to that, yeah. So, and th- there's another meme where like something happens and then everything gets black and then the, like the character in the video game wakes up and he's looking around. There's people in a carriage. Is that Skyrim? I don't think so. I don't think there's carriages. There's horses no. that you can ride. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that I don't was think... a whole. That was a whole like thing that ended. This up is like being... I believe like mid, maybe not medieval times, but like kind of similar time frame and you're fighting dragons but it's kind of like it's a huge universe where there's so much to do and it's massive like sandbox? it's kind of a sandbox game yeah okay. but there's kind of quests but you can take you get to decide how you process the quest like red dead redemption yeah i think it's made by the same people okay it's, it's the same people's uh fallout oh i see uh, acti- uh i can't remember what it's called their group but anyways great game you should play it. You know, what do you have? PS4, Xbox, uh, Xbox. You could probably get really cheap on Xbox. There's a huge online presence, I believe, as well. I have a game Remember pass, but I don't know if that includes. Just look new up Skyrim. Games. Yeah, it's a, it's a great game. Um, anyways, with that, I guess we'll end this pod. Maybe we'll Sounds actually have good. a fun pod one of these days, and we'll talk about fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
once all this stuff happens and then we kind of figure out if we're going to survive or not, then yeah, we'll make something fun. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll do a YouTube video on our reaction on TikToks or something. They'll be like, That's kind of, a they'll, be, they'll be a little racy too. That, that while eating spicy hot wings. Uh, and kimchi. And kimchi. Yeah. There and, you go. And we'll be wearing thongs. But only, only for, for Patreon. Only for Patreon, <laughs> and all, our only and our only f- fans uh, club will be doing it naked, live, with eating spicy hot rings, hot rings, yeah. hot, <laughs> hot rings. rings. That hot rings too. It's a new thing. <laughs> but anyways, we'll end it there. I just want to say we. Uh, if you take our opinion, uh, you might die. So I just want to end it there, which could be fun for everyone if you're a terrible person and you're racist very true uh but don't die please we don't want to get sued bye